0: Welcome to We Have Fun.
1: We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Back. welcome to We Have Fun. We welcome to We Have Fun. 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 Generally, we have fun. I did. I hate you. I hate you. Why don't you ever trust me?
0: I don't know. I never know where you're going. That's the issue. That is,
1: that is the issue. Am I boring you? Well, yeah. I mean, I just gave you the perfect DK rap and you hadn't yet hit record. Nobody's so.
0: ever played Donkey Kong.
1: I have. I beat it. I beat that one specifically. I've never played any other Donkey Kong game.
0: Mm. C- country? Never played it. That's like the game. Though. I know. Well, I That's the
1: one that everyone plays. Yeah, but I didn't have the capability when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I played 64, and it was glorious and also extremely
0: frustrating. Oh, I'm sure. I I never had a 64.
1: Oh. I
0: played plenty of it, but I never had one.
1: You had a sad child. <laughs> I had a Dreamcast. Oh, we had one briefly, but then like the wire broke on it or something, and it was already after the prime days of the Dreamcast, and no one was selling replacement cables. You yeah, hate to see it. But while we, while we had it, I played a lot of Crazy Taxi 2.
0: Of course, 2. 2. Heretic.
1: Well, it was what we got. Is <laughs> <laughs> what we had. We had that Ready to Rumble Boxing round 2. Okay. Which. Seen a lot of sequels here. Oh, yeah. And, and Sonic Adventure 2. Not 2. Wow. We also had this game. I've never played Sonic Adventure 2, it's we, weird. That's what I understand. I've only seen videos, and it's like, eh, it doesn't look like it's for me.
0: It's weird, but I don't even know that it's necessarily a continuation of the story. I think it's just the same environment Yeah. again.
1: It's like, and it brings in Shadow, which, like, I don't really like Shadow. Shadow's a, yeah, he's an interesting card. See, I always viewed Shadow as, like, all right, we're bringing in a new rival for Sonic. I was like, Knuckles is the only one you need. Knuckles is the frenemy.
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of weird Sonic characters now that I'm not totally okay with. No, there's like a
1: thousand of them.
0: I'm not okay with... I mean, so I played the OG Sonics, and like mm. that's difficult as it is. Oh, yeah. And then like I really dropped off, and I guess there's a couple of games between the Genesis Segas, Mm-mm. the Genesis Sonics, and the Dreamcast
1: Sonics. Oh, yeah. You get all the weird ones in there. Yeah, and... Like uh, Knuckles Chaotix. Is that a real game? It is. I don't even know if Sonic's in it, but it's in that universe. Um, Sonic and Knuckles, which I think was Sonic Sonic 3? Yes. Well, or were they two separate things? Sonic and
0: Knuckles was a cartridge that you mm-hmm. could plug Sonic into. It's a weird scheme. If I'm right, I'm right, but I...
1: Uh, back in the days when you had, like, the... Alright, here's the game, but we also have this like other thing that you could like stack on top yes, of Yes, that's
0: exactly what it was, yeah. So I mean, it was a game by itself, but if you plugged in Sonic two, mm-hmm. it was like a different it was like a third game. Oh, okay. the, yeah.
1: So it was both Sonic three and Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um did you ever beat like one of the original Sonics?
0: I watched my brother beat the first one. Genesis was around a time where I wasn't really concerned with beating games because mm. I I really wasn't sure what the fuck was going on anyway.
1: I don't know how long those Sonic games are. They're, it feels like they're forever. It does kind and of. And that's feel just like, like, like three stages.
0: Yeah. It. I mean it. Once I got to. There's like a casino level. Yeah. Um. A I would classic. That would freak out because that, that's only like three zones in. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think it it is three zones in. Yeah. But, like, getting that far and only having a limited amount of lives, like, I'd have, like, a panic attack. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah.
1: So, wait. was it the first one? The first one with Green Hill? Yes. Which one had the chemical plant?
0: That's the first one. I like that stage. Yeah. I like that one, too.
1: The first three stages are good. One of them has, like, an ice stage. Um. It might be two. He, might be two. I don't know. Uh, I was yeah. more of a Mario kid. I like
0: Mario was definitely a lot more inviting. Yeah. There's something definitely standoffish about Sonic.
1: And it's like, I think it's the implication that you're just constantly trying to sprint through everything. Yeah. But you can't really see what's ahead of you. Yeah. it's So you're going to die a lot, and it's going to be stuff that the game didn't really prepare you for.
0: Yeah, it, it pretty much was uh, my first exposure to the Souls games. <laughs> Cause it's just like I don't really know what's going on and Dark Sonic. To be perfectly honest, I I don't think that I care to learn. No. But yeah, that was a very strange. Cause I mean, that was that was those were games. Those were days when I was playing against my brother, and I don't even think my controller was plugged in.
1: Oh, uh, he pulled that one on yeah, you. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, he doesn't really like to lose, and then that's true.
1: But yeah, I think Sonic and I'm
0: inevitable. <laughs>
1: Sonic Adventure was the first Sonic game I ever beat, and it just went on forever. It did
0: go because you did well. You did play both sides of the of the arena.
1: Yeah, you had to play
0: as, as the, the heroes.
1: There were like eight characters, and then the Axis, and then Big the Cat. <laughs> oh my god! Which doesn't make any sense. No, you know what though? The robot that just shoots off the entire level made more sense to play as than Big the Cat.
0: I hated the Amy levels the most.
1: Weren't they, like, escort things? Didn't you have to... Some
0: of them were. One of them I know you when you're, like, you're in, like, a playhouse kind of thing, and you're running from the... The, um... The rubbit that, like, just straight-up G's birdie.
1: I think that's what it was. You were running from yeah. something the whole time.
0: Maybe it is that you're so the you whole time. So you were being chased. But there's, like like, her final stage. Like, her final, like... To get away, it just takes forever. Oh, yeah. It just takes forever. Oh, and
1: yes, it does. It do.
0: That one, and then in Sonic Adventure 2, the, there is a Knuckles level where you're on like a moon base.
1: Oh, I've seen videos of that one.
0: And that's like, no joke, that one took me like 45 minutes. It when took
1: looking for like the three shards.
0: It took forever. Yeah. And, then, and then there's a boss fight immediately after it. And, like, I've seen speedrunners beat it, like, real quick. But, like, when I was, like, 15, like, wasn't speedrunning Sonic Adventure 2. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. No way. So, but yeah. But by, by the time I made it over to Dark Souls, it was like. I got, I I got You were seasoned. Yeah. I know what's going on here. Oh, man. Do you remember that first time we tried playing Bloodborne? I do you were seething yeah oh boy yeah it's um so when I get upset enough I just completely shut down Mm -hmm. just stop talking and Doug and I are trying to get a let's play off the ground and he had to go full one man show because I was not responding to
1: anything really had to pull an atlas on that one (laughs) and then like after a while, you'd handed me the controller to try it, mm-hmm. and I had I had played Dark Souls a little bit by that point, mm-hmm. and I don't think you had yet. No, so I already knew the basic controls, so I got like a little bit past where you did, and I don't think that made you any happier.
0: Well, it just was like we literally couldn't even get past like the first forty-five seconds. No. of Yarnum. So like yeah. when the game opens up, basically all you have to do is traverse a staircase. And we could barely do that.
1: Didn't we... Was it us? That... I'm trying to think. Was it us that ended up somewhere we shouldn't have been yet?
0: Yes. Yes, so Ill- I... woefully ill-equipped to be. So I was playing in my spare time just to, like, practice. Mm-hmm. And we had two characters. So I think whenever we voted by committee what the character would look like and everything... Yeah, yeah. And we ended up coming out with the uh, the pimp cane.
1: Oh, yeah. That, like, turned into a whip chain thing? Which,
0: yes, which is just a garbage weapon. <laughs> it's just... It was, like, it was like at least 35% of the reason I kept dying. Yeah,
1: but who could have known at the time?
0: So I switched it to the uh, battle axon, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more successful <laughs> kill rate. i got to tell you what. And so I was playing in my spare time, and I killed... I found my way to Father Gascoigne, who's the first level boss. Mm-hmm. So there's a mini boss, typically per level, if you're not acquainted with Bloodborne, per area there are two bosses typically. Mm-hmm. There's like an area boss, and then there's like a smaller sub boss that allows you access to a certain area once you complete that right. challenge. So the way that the map is kind of set up, perfect level design, except I managed to bumble fuck my way in the wrong <laughs> direction. And you're supposed to fight this, basically, this furry bridge troll called the Cleric Beast. Okay. That's what it's called. It took me a second. Cleric Beast. And you're supposed to fight the Cleric Beast to, like, get a general idea on how this whole thing works. hmm And once you kill the Cleric Beast, uh, a new lantern opens up, which, if you know Dark Souls, lanterns, and... Uh, bonfires are essentially the same idea. Yeah. But I found Father Gascoigne first, and Father Gascoigne is the uh, the level boss, for
1: mm-hmm.
0: sake of parlance. And I killed him before I killed the Cleric Beast, which is not what you're supposed to do. I, guess. I mean, whether you are or you aren't, it's not what you're... The level's designed for you to find first. Yeah. And... It would basically be like a toddler with a hand grenade finding himself in the eagle's nest. Like, it just it doesn't really make a ton of sense. No one really knows how you got there, but... And there's an image, though. Yeah, once you kill Gascoigne, you get to go to the next area, and once you get to the next area, there are these... I don't know what they're called. We ended up calling them bag men. Yes. But they're like 10-foot-tall, grim reaper-looking MFers, and they carry a bag with them, presumably filled with body parts. A sack a sack if you will
1: a burlap sack
0: and you can't level you can't start to level up your character until you kill the cleric beast mm-hmm. as I understand it so we got all that way unleveled oh yeah That's which is why we couldn't kill the bagmen at all that is problematic and uh so they, they snatched us up they sure did snatch just right up.
1: They ended up somewhere with like a giant pig, boar.
0: There were there were multiple boars. Multiple. Multiple. Oh. There's one at the bottom of the level, and there's one that kind of carouses the top.
1: Oh.
0: Um, but first we had to get out of this like church. Right. Uh, I believe it was called the uh, Hypogean Jail. It doesn't sound
1: like a church. It sounds like a jail.
0: Well, the thing about it is... What's the
1: difference? <laughs>
0: it's like a whole... It's a whole thing, so it's spelled very strange. Mm-hmm. Both of those. Okay. You remember that? It's like hypogen... G- gale. We didn't know how to say it. No. But it's a hypogen jail. Okay. Um, let's see if I can't...
1: Uh, Hypoallergenic prison. Yeah. Hypogen. Hypoallergies. Lurgy. Loser's Lurgy. I have so many more questions now. What is that? (laughs) Hypogamma globulinemia. You know what? That's a string you gotta pull on. Okay, here Um, we go. Unless it takes you to WebMD, in which case, bail, bail, bail.
0: Is an immune disorder characterized by a reduction in all types of gamma globulins, including antibodies that help fight infection. It may be congenital, related to medication. It may be due to kidney or gastrointen- t- intense gastrointestinal conditions, <laughs> cancer, or severe burns. One
1: of these things is not like the other. Mm-hmm. So that's what we had, and that's what we were dealing with, and we couldn't get out of it. <laughs> Essentially.
0: Doctors treat bacterial infections with antibiotics. People who get severe or frequent bacterial infections may need to take antibiotics for several months at a time to prevent them. Who's getting multiple cases of MRSA?
1: You know, some people are just stupid in the locker room.
0: If your hypogamma globulinemia is severe, you may get immune globulin replacement therapy to replace what your body isn't making.
1: Well, that's good news.
0: Causes. It's a disorder that is caused by lack of B lymphocytes and a resulting low level of immune...
1: We're losing them, people.
0: <laughs> the most common the congenital... Left side of
1: his face is sliding apart. Is there you spell toast?
0: <laughs> the most common congenital <laughs> abnormality. how
1: you spell toast?
0: <laughs> ...of B lymphocyte production, including... Oh, fuck off. i got to do this again. Hypogamia gamma globulinemia. This is fun to say. If you're wondering why I'm struggling with this, let me spell it for you. Doug, let me spell it for you. Spell it for me. H-Y-P-O-G-A-M-M-A-G-L-O-B-U-L-I-N-E-M-I-A. Which is what I am when I have to spell this. (laughs) E-I-E-I-O. Prognosis early detection and treatment of hypogamma globulinemia is known to reduce rates of morbidity and the chance of long-term pulmonary complications
1: you're gonna be so morbid after you take this
0: rates of morbidity it makes you sardonic i don't know what, <laughs> what a great word right sardonic i when i know like i don't do you ever attribute colors to words yes i feel like sardonic's
1: blue Mm. It's like a dark blue. Mm, interesting. I get more of like a sea green.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. I get like a real uh, jewel of the ocean blue.
1: All right. Well, it's still maritime related. Yeah. No. Nautically sure. based. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whew. Sardonic has nothing to do with the sea, though. No, it does not. Um, for some reason, I associated to the animated Alice in Wonderland and I don't know why interesting that is interesting what was I looking up uh something to do with Bloodborne jail oh hypogen jail hypoallergenic prison
0: oh that's what it is okay so they spell it H-Y-P-O-G-E-A-N space G-A-O-L
1: oh like a gay alert yeah Gale. But do you know what a hypoja is? No.
0: It's a peanut.
1: Oh. Peanut prison.
0: And I really want to know the etymology of jail.
1: I can't come out this week and I'm stuck in pee pee. Oh you know, peanut prison. <laughs> um hypoallergenic prison for peanuts.
0: All right, here we, go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, shut up. Middle English, based on Latin cavea.
1: Oh, what a great language.
0: The word came into English in two forms. Jail, like J-A-I-O-L-E from Old French. And jail from G-A-Y-O-L-E. gale mm-hmm. from Anglo-Norman French jail g a o l e surviving in the spelling of jail j g a o l originally pronounced with a hard g as in goat
1: huh yeah yeah i mean if in the uh the game of thrones books it's all they they talk a lot about gaelers uh huh Those who keep people in prison, in jail, in the cell, but they never, they just call it a cell. Oh, okay.
0: I see. So essentially it seems to be the old, so since the G used to be hard, like goat, Mm -hmm. it was, it was Gale. So it's the old Norm, Norman French, um, it was like the old Norman French spelling, right. but with the old Parisian French pronunciation. Ooh. So it was a soft G, which how we got the J sound. Jail. Jail. Yeah, so it's like each thing the they got. Jail. They got half custody
1: of the kids. Right, right. That was French. Mm. Those wily bastards. Right. Those wily bastards. Those whitey. Um Do you ever just think about words?
0: Uh, pretty frequently.
1: Oh, that's true, I guess. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I've discussed this with you before. I don't know if we ever discussed it on any type of recording. I'd love to now. My theory, my theorem, if you will, upon the origins of the F word. Have we had this discussion?
0: No, but I've looked this up separately.
1: Okay. Here's my theory. Okay. And it's all based around colonial English. Okay. I know the word probably goes back further than that. Yes. But I know literacy doesn't go back much further than that. Yes. On a wide scale. Right. So my theory is, in those days... So the literal definition of the F word mm-hmm. is to strike. Yes. Okay. And that's important to know for this. It sure is. Um, in the old days, a lowercase... Was it a lowercase s? Or it may have just been... I think it was a lowercase s. But it may have just been the letter s in general. When written out, it looked like a lowercase f.
0: hmm
1: So my theory is that... I see where you're going with this. Yes. It was your classic misreading by someone who was slightly literate, mm-hmm. but not fully mm-hmm. comprehensive of what it was. So they saw the word struck.
0: Right. Written yes.
1: there and it was born out of that. Uh Uh-huh. That,
0: I mean, I I like that okay. I know that one of the first um, collected usages Mm -hmm. of the term is a journal entry, I want to say, off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a journal entry. Now, mind you, this is a collection that I have in my personal head, Canon from years ago on a drunken, what have you? Right. But if I remember correctly, it was a journal entry by a private or a captain in the someone's military, Mm
1: -hmm. talking
0: about how their uh, lieutenant or some other high-ranking official was really on one and just went around just fucking people. Ah. And I thought that was wildly, wildly funny.
1: Oh, yes. I... Just the image. Yeah. just... Just an irate yeah. officer going around, pumping away. <laughs> uh,
0: just giving his, giving his privates the old root and scoot.
1: Giving him the old what for. <laughs> really, what for? Ooh, it's oh, yeah. getting hot in here. So... I mean, no one really knows where the word came from, because I've looked that up, and no one's like, it just kind of sprang out of nowhere. <laughs> just, a, just a well. Um, I think I had another one. I can't remember what it was, though. Back in the days of working that I used to have. Oh, um, the Helsingham days yeah. of eight months ago. Oh, take me back. Um... <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm just plugging away at my computer at my desk and I don't want to think about the stuff that I'm working on, I would often just go down that lane of sure. language. I actually started listening to a podcast called The History of English Podcast.
0: Sounds exciting.
1: Oh, they could not affect someone with a duller voice <laughs> to narrate it. You just talk about words and you are there. eyes just... Drooping slowly And we like need the,
0: gold bloom
1: the, Oh honestly The things he's saying Are genuinely interesting Sure But the tone that he's saying Is mean, like It's like Ben Stein Oh god Maybe not quite as As extreme But it was It you was there to
0: hear it Yeah um, One of these
1: days I'm gonna like sit down And listen to the entire history Of the English language And I'll be able to tell everyone about it Yeah
0: me. I mean With the right person That could be interesting Oh yeah That's why I always liked Um Did you ever watch the uh What's it called? Mail Call on the History Channel? With Learmy. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh R.I.P. Um He I thought he had a really interesting shit. now I was interested in that stuff already mm-hmm. at an early age, but just hearing him and his cadence. Yeah. It really kinda took it to eleven for me. Cause if it was like anybody else, yeah. it would be like this dude's been talking about MREs for a half hour. Yeah. I don't think I can do this much longer.
1: But he is like the—he set the standard for what we all think of when we think of like an army officer. Yeah, or at least uh, drill
0: sergeant. He was a gunnery sergeant. So sorry. sorry. He was the gunny.
1: You know, I never learned my ranks, my rank and file. Your rank and file. Yeah, my rank and bass. I had a couple uh, real,
0: real weird years. Stuck in and a lot of G.I. Joes. Played with a lot of dolls when I was younger. Mm,
1: G.I. Joes. A lot of money sunk into that.
0: Mm. And then,
1: uh. And then you got high. You know, what can you do? And that was it. And right, what can you do? What can you do? I don't know. Can take a look. Uh, it's in a book. Reading Rainbow.
0: Please tell me you have reading rainbow socks on. Read more books. I'm saying it. Doug's socks—they read more books. They sure do. It's something I need to get back into. Me too, man. I got
1: I got away from it for a while. I don't know why. I started reading a lot of chat books. There's that word again. Yeah, am. Yeah. It's my ba relief. Ba! Oh, what a word. What a word. Um, I've never I've never even heard of that word until I picked up. The complete works of that's a uh, Cthulhu, Cthulhu. yeah. Rula. I Yeah, this my my symbol for Cthulhu <laughs> is a...
0: Waving some fingers under my chin.
1: That's a uh, Davy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Day-a-fair. Day-a-fair. Day-a-fair.
0: Oh man, I love that movie. I don't care what anybody says. No, the first two are great.
1: Yeah. the The Penelope Cruz one. That one's not bad. That's Dead Man's Chest? Yeah, no. That's Dead Man Telling No Tales? Or that's... No, it's On Stranger Tides. Yes. Dead Man Telling No Tales is the last one. I didn't see with it. Javier Bordeaux. Her I, husband. Yeah. Um, the one Penelope Cruz is in, in That's a fiery family. household. Oof. Oof. Just... Just an attractive household. <laughs> um, the... Yeah. The fourth one... Does not have Kieran Knightley or Orlando Bloom. No, it does not. Does it have... It has Jeffrey Rush. Yes. He's, like, serving the crown this time, though. If I remember correctly... He's, He's, like, a privateer.
0: They got someone relatively... good at acting to play Blackbeard. Ian McShane. It is Ian McShane, yeah.
1: And he does a great job with it, too. Um... But, like, a pirate of that status, he only gets one movie. Yeah. He only to be included in one movie. Well, yeah. I kind of
0: liked that they didn't have really anybody notable. Because if, if, when there's ties to reality, mm-hmm. ironically, that's when I start to... I lose my ability to suspend disbelief. Yeah. Cause if it's completely fantasy, mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay. Like I know Port Royal is a real city yeah. or a real town or whatever, and I know all the places that they go are real places. But like, yeah, I know Barbarossa means red beard in French, but like he's not red beard; he's Barbarossa. Yeah, and all these different things. He's not
1: even French. He's not even French. He's Australian. Uh, but how good is he? He's so good. Uh, I watched The King's Speech the other day, Mm, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Mm. I I could watch that movie every day. You think? It makes me, it takes me to a happy place.
0: You like, you like, you like a movie like that. I don't think I've ever seen it though. Oh, it's good. Because that
1: came out in what, 2010? Yeah, I think so. It's been a while. Hot 10. It's been nine years. I don't like to think about that angle. Yeah, man. Um, Yemen. Yeah, um, I mean,
0: I thought 1998 lasted like four goddamn years, so
1: yeah, it's weird how whenever you're a small child, the years are all kind of just one year, yeah, just strung out. I'll say, um, I was gonna say, I think it was pertaining to parts of the Caribbean. Did you see the last one? It's on Netflix now. Oh, you all were down, yes.
0: Mm-mm. I'm gonna have to watch it
1: then. Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, is it
0: canonically in line, or it, is it another
1: option? It, offshoot? it uh, it's trying to get more. It's trying to get back to the trilogy. Okay. Um, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley are back. Okay. In considerably diminished roles, I don't even know if Keira Knightley has a speaking role in it. Uh, She's just kind of there, because it follows. The son that they have. Ugh, who's trying to free Orlando Bloom from the curse. Of okay. The Flying Dutchman over there. Part of the crew. And I'm trying to think. It's been a while. She is real, uh,
0: Lena Heavey rule. She just stares out the window and drinks. Honestly,
1: pretty much. Except her window is just an island. And we just drink her in. <laughs> um... And Jack Sparrow's in it I mean, he's the main character again but he's like he's not Jack Sparrow anymore he's Johnny Depp trying to be Jack Sparrow uh, um Jeffrey Rush is in it again he's great of course um, yeah. Bardem, I'm trying to think what his his name was because I'm pretty sure it was like kind of in line with Blackbeard and Davy Jones um
0: wait, don't look, I wanna look. Alright, you can look it up. And then I'll give you I'll give you one more guess. Here he is. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yes. Jeez. He Wow, twenty nine percent are Rotten tomatoes.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a great movie. I think they try to find Poseidon's Trident. That's like the MacGuffin of that movie. Hmm. Um yeah, because the one before it, one with Ian McShane, was the Fountain of Youth.
0: Yes, yes, it was.
1: Yeah, which I guess is a connection to the, the first trilogy because that was like the map that he got from somewhere. I don't remember. He the pipe I think it was the map that they used to get to. Davy Jones' locker Mm -hmm. to get Mm -hmm. Jack Sparrow out. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I like that one actually. Yeah, that one's that one's a long one, but it's it's a good one. It's a good. Everyone gets time to shine at it. And ironically,
0: he's rumored to be King Triton in the little
1: little Mermaid remake in a little remake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the payoff, the real payoff of At World's End. Is at the end of the movie, whenever, this is is for me at least, whenever uh, Stellan Skarsgård finally gets to take the starfish off of his face, it's like encroaching on his eye Mm -hmm. for the past two movies. It's like you just want to reach into the TV and like peel it off of his face. For the shit part of the crew. It's It's very aesthetically pleasing to me when he gets to pull that off.
0: Here's the thing that I always really appreciated about the movies. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure this wasn't intentional, but there is an amazing use of plosives in that movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's just so many <laughs> And it's so satisfying to my ears to hear all the different accents pronounced <laughs> like Barbosa.
1: That is true. Jack
0: Sparrow. That
1: is true. Hello, puppet.
0: I, oh, man. It's really like ASMR, but screaming it at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. I got his name. <laughs> give me one more.
1: Um, give you one more what?
0: I don't know. Give me a guess.
1: Um, I'll tell
0: you what. It's very ethnic. It's uh Spanish, if
1: I believe. So not Long
0: John Silver. Not Long John Silver. Not even Short John
1: Silver. <laughs> Is it just John Silver?
0: Johan
1: Silver. Um, Probably Hispanic. Uh, I can picture his character. And he has like skeleton sharks at his command. He sure does. Um, He's a captain, I'll give you that much. Is it like a historical pirate name? Not that I recognize. Um, I can't think of it. I have no idea. Captain Satazar. That's it. That is it, Queen.
0: Oh, wow. this uh... Screen and... Screenplay and story by Jeff Nathanson. He really put work in.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that was the one that, like, was kind of in development hell for a long time.
0: No... Oh, boy. He's, uh... He's got some writing credits. Yeah. He's got some writing credits. Uh,
1: is it like a David Benioff with X-Men Origins Wolverine? It's
0: a little bit like that. I'll be honest with you. So he's responsible for Speed 2. Ooh. Rush Hour 3. All right. I'll give it to him. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh, man. And the new Lion King.
1: He is just getting...
0: Much oh, maligned. I'm sorry. He has a right. He has a writing credit on Rush Hour two as well.
1: Oh, thank God. Okay, that is that's redemption. Rush Hour two and three, to a lesser extent, three. Those are what made his career. I still like. <laughs> he wrote. I mean, still like the first one. Not a lot of high praise saying that he wrote the new Lion King. It's pretty much just the old Lion King, with maybe a few lines punched up here and there. I like the first one. You like the first Lion King? Yeah. I like the first Rush Hour. The first Rush Hour is a classic, but two is just the best movie ever made. What was I going to look up? Uh, Pirates. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Mm.
0: Why is Chris Tucker like eight names deep in the in the billing cast billing? For Rush Hour One.
1: Um. I don't know. I mean, unless they do like, an, they're doing it in order of appearance.
0: Well, Ken Long, who plays Sang. Is first, and then Jackie Chan, and then Tom Wilkinson, and then like a million, and by that I mean four Chinese <laughs> actors and actresses, and then Chris Tucker. This one dude doesn't even have a freaking IMDb picture.
1: I forgot Paul McCartney was in that last part of the Caribbean. Um, oh, was he? Yeah. Eesh. Rush Air. Ken Loon. I mean, Chris Tucker is the second one that shows up on my thing here. Interesting. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Ken Lung, who is in. Ooh,
0: Britton Thwaites is a cutie.
1: Thank you. Kevin McNally is Gibbs. Give it. I'm surprised he's like you know what I guess I'm not surprised that he's stuck with it for every single one I mean it's probably easy money yeah Zima Tom Wilkinson like hey, Jun Tao Chris Penn R.I.P. Rip in peace Oh, they didn't even get the same Sue Young for Rush Hour 3? I never realized that. It's a different Sue Young. Hmm. Um, yeah. Brenton Thwaites, who seemed way too old to be the child of Orlando Bloom and Karen Knightley. Yeah. Um, it's weird because, like, I don't know, I guess he's supposed to be probably 17 or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's weird to just have that big of a time jump in between movies, but none of the principal characters really age that much. Chiquita and Pablo played
0: Jack the Monkey.
1: Oh. My name's the Monkey Jack.
0: This is kind of funny. Uh, Kevin Todd Freeman is a character that plays Captain Morgan but it's like Morgan Freeman
1: oh I see what you that's a twofer It's a twofer Captain Morgan not sponsored by Captain Morgan yet
0: please we're going for uh Johnny Walker here
1: <laughs> I thought you were, were going for big tobacco <laughs> <laughs>
0: well hey man it's an
1: option I'm just saying
0: uh, we someone's got to pay for this
1: well yeah and they're not paying for much else right now yep um yeah, I mean, it's worth checking out. I didn't really dig it. I was like, all right, this series effectively ended with the third one.
0: I, um, yeah, that's kind of, I think I saw the f- the fourth one in air quotes mm-hmm. in theaters. Somebody dragged me along. I can't think it. I can't think of who it was.
1: What me? I don't think I saw that in theaters. I don't think I saw it. Towards
0: I me. actually, I think I know who it is, but I'm, I won't put them on blast like mm-hmm. that.
1: I don't think I saw that one until it was on like TBS or something.
0: That's probably the way to do it.
1: Get those commercials between, so you can walk away and be like, "Oh yeah, what was I watching again?" You
0: know what I just remembered? Hmm. Ian McShane was on GOT. By that I mean Game of Thrones.
1: For one episode. What a, what a great episode it was. It was
0: a pretty good redemptive episode.
1: Mm-hmm. And he, I remember because he had like spoiled that. uh, Spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched Game of Thrones yet. Or is like partially through it. He spoiled that He filmed. He's like, I'm on one episode and I filmed with Rory McKeon, who plays the Hound. Yeah. And it was before anyone knew he was like coming back and people were so mad at him. <laughs> His response pretty much just, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God bless you, Ian McShane. And he just does what he wants. He really just does what he wants. He um. He's apparently good friends with Jeremy Irons. and I just want to be in that room where it's just the two of them you know drinking scotch together and just having a conversation that would be my ASMR Yo, yeah yeah Jeremy Irons lives in a castle does he really? he renovated an actual medieval castle and lives in it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he's got a mailbox
1: (laughs) probably that would be hysterical I want to see what his house looks like I mean if it's like a historical castle the address is probably listed unless he has like a P.O. box set up, we can send him fan mail Jeremy Irons fan mail Jeremy Irons hope to get to see you play Alfred again
0: yeah um looking a lot like John Cleese these days I'll tell you what Jeremy Irons
1: yeah I guess but John Cleese is looking rough yeah John Cleese is looking like an old man. Billy Connolly always looked like the Kmart version of John Cleese to me. Um, Jeremy Irons, there's something I want to say about him. I may have told you this story before. I listened to a podcast interview once with Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Um, i do trying to think what podcast it was. It was probably... He was either nerdist or like happy, sad, confused. One of those types of shows. And he rolls a cigarette. He rolls his own cigarette in the middle of the interview. It's pretty boss. And I was like and then he just starts talking about smoking. And I was like, Oh my god, if anyone's gonna get me to start smoking, it's gonna be Jeremy Irons right in this minute. So after I listened to that, I was at work. Whenever I left that day, I almost stopped. At a convenience store to get a pack of cigarettes. And I've, I've never smoked before.
0: Pussy. I do Neither have I, though.
1: Maybe this is turning into a big tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, we just handed over the sponsorship to Jeremy Irons, though. He's going to get all the money from it, not us. This is a nice house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah oh, Yeah. There's a fire in a barrel. Mm, you, you fall down that. You are, you are
0: dead in that staircase.
1: Truly. Truly.
0: Ugh. I can't believe that the, anything exists but White Claw at this point.
1: Ain't no drinks when you're drinking Claws. Am I right? Ain't no Claws when you're drinking Claws. The Santa Claus And it's a reboot of the Santa Claus movies where Tim Allen just drinks White Claw. Or no, he delivers white yeah. cloth. If they don't
0: make cranberry and ginger ch- white cloths around Christmas and call them the Santa Claus, mm-hmm. then they should just dissolve the whole company.
1: Uh, you know, there's going to be some sort of holiday white cloth. They
0: better. They better. They better. Of course, they better. are
1: all bet. probably dead from Four loco Seltzer by that point.
0: <sighs> I, I'm actually pretty excited. You are. I'm pretty excited. I guess it's
1: just going to be me on this podcast pretty soon. <laughs>
0: I'll be there, just in a different room. You'll <laughs> just be... <laughs> I'll
1: be hugging some tanks. You'll be, like, breathing deeply, and then it'll just cut out for, like, ten minutes, and then you start breathing again. It's like, yeah, that's probably a lot of brain damage right there.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, the amount of brain damage it would take to drink that stuff in the first place.
1: God. you imagine what their taste testers experience? Ugh. <sighs> They're
0: probably just doing shots of it. Oh, yeah. You can't drink a whole can.
1: Or that, or they What if it? that's the stuff that they're, like, injecting the death row inmates on? That's their lethal injection. Oh. It's just the four loco. That would be funny. No wonder they're tweaking before they die. Their skin is burning, and they break out and all these things. Uh, but not jail. No. Gotta get rid of the death penalty. Um... Mm. There is something I want to discuss. It's not a big thing. It's just a thought that I had today mm. regarding Regert. your most anticipated upcoming movie and mine, Artemis Fowl. Oh yeah, because it's coming out in I think February or March, and it's a Disney movie. It sure is. My hypothesis now mm-hmm. is that it will just be moved to Disney Plus and not actually come out in theaters. I know Frightfully Little. Mm-hmm. Well, it was really supposed to come out this month. Okay. I believe. Um, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Uh, Dame Judi Dench is in it. it. sure is. Josh Gad is in it. Um, Adewale. I don't know if that's his real name. He's in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he is. He, uh, he's playing Butler. Interesting choice. Yes, let me see here. Artemis. Mm. Don't spell Artemis with a W. Ow. Nonzo Anasi. I was wrong. It's not Ottawale. is a different guy. I believe is in the movie Pompeii with Kit Harington. Nope, that's King for Sutherland. Yeah, Adawale, Akenui, Agab Agbahe, Agbaji, I don't know. Agbaji. Please stop
0: before we get cancelled.
1: We're part of cancel culture, Babel Babel. Babel. Um, he, he played Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. Uh, oh. Speaking of which, Taka Y T T up for a role in the Suicide Squad. Interesting. Take
0: out I love him. I met him that one time.
1: You did allegedly
0: uh, at Whole Foods. Where else would he be, really? Well, that's what I said. I was thinking wearing as, a pineapple
1: uh, print Romphim.
0: As I was uh, on my way out, I was thinking, you know, if I wanted to meet some celebs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where where would they be? And I thought, I mean, Whole daddies, it, yeah, daddy foods. What's uh, what's this called, Artemis? Wow. Yeah.
1: 2020. 2020, baby. file. Foul 2020. Foul 2020. I'm saying that. For the campaign. Ooh, that's a picture of Pennywise. I did not enjoy seeing...
0: That's uh, what? That's next week, right? Two weeks from e- now?
1: Week and uh Next week. Week and a half.
0: All right. So, Judy Dench's Commander Root. That checks out. Yep. Josh Gad is Mulch Diggums. Yep. I
1: don't know if I like that. I don't know. In my head, when I read the
0: books... It's like a deeper... Right?
1: Yeah. But for... Commander Root, I always pictured JK Simmons. Mm-hmm. But I like Judy Dench in it. Um I don't know who's played Holly Short. I think it's gonna be
0: this uh, Hong Chow.
1: Okay. Um mm-hmm. Dr. Co McBurn, Leprechaun Private. Who's playing a uh, Butler's sister? the wrestling no
0: um was that Juliet yes looks like Tamara Smart ooh I don't know who that is I don't know um she was in nothing you don't know who she is but she is going to be in Are You Afraid of the Dark
1: they making that a movie yeah wow no
0: they're making it a TV series I'm sorry they're bringing it back yeah
1: Wow It's filming
0: now. I think Who's doing that one? I know that. It'sn't isn't it the Saw Guy? What's his name? Josh Stoltzman
1: Stolman? It could be. Um Art thou afraid of the shadows? Um You are I gotta click a lot just to get afraid of the
0: Ben Ben David Grabinski, that's it.
1: Dark. Believe. Like I close at least? When he I did. say. He did. That guys in Saw. Hey! Tell me why. Tell me, tell me why. Tell me, scary. Tell me why. Oh, I never want tell me why <laughs> <laughs> alright so that's close um, but yeah it just feels like it will be even though my boy Ken is directing it Um, it seems like his real baby is going to be Death on the Nile probably I've seen Nonzo and I like him as an actor. I don't know him. Um, he played Zero Zone Dexos in Game of Thrones. You you better believe I pulled that name out of my mind. Um,
0: he played Sergeant Dapp in uh, Ender's Game.
1: I think I saw that once, and it was before I knew that the author of that was a real POS. Yeah. He's in a lot of... Rock and roll. that's a good movie. He's appropriately named Tank. Starring Idris Elba and Tom Hardy. It's either... I can't remember if that's Guy Ritchie or... Matthew Vaughn. a lot of abs. It sure is. It's a lot of Stellan Skarsgård. Sure is. Cinderella. I've never I forgot that movie. He He looks looks cuddly. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. He looks cuddly. I'd cuddle him. Oh, that's the guy that she locks in the thing? Yeah. Oh. Zero's own Daxos. Uh, Dur in touch. He's in a lot of stuff that you like whenever you see him, like, oh, that's that guy. You know who he looks like? Who does he look like? He looks like uh
0: We met him at that thing? B D Allen. B. D. Allen. Shout out to our boy B. D. Allen. What a great guy. He's really on the come up.
1: He is. I'm happy for I'm him. I'm very proud of him. I mean, whenever we met him, he had a he had a real vision.
0: And he's it's kinda of coming together for him. It is. Man, I miss him.
1: Yeah, we ever want to any more of those? No, because it's. I mean, it's painfully awkward.
0: It is very awkward because it's like none of the writers are capable of talking to anybody, and all the crew people are like, I don't want. I don't want to cast with too wide a, a net, but
1: they're there. They're there. They are there. Actually, seeking jobs. Yeah. Whereas all the writers are just like, yeah, I'm kind of coming. This yeah. Is, you know, some of them got in the works, and it's like, alright, well, you're, you're no good to me right now. Yeah, no, that... And none of the writers want to talk to each other, because they're all each other's competition.
0: Yeah, well, that and writers are weird people in general. So you get
1: that dude with the uh, propaganda comics or whatever. <sighs> I still
0: have one. I feel like it's bad luck to take it out of my car at this point.
1: Yeah. You've had so much luck in that car with it. You're right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we met some good people there, though. Yeah. Um... There was something else earlier today, and I was like, ooh, I want to discuss this. It would be great for the pod. I'm trying to think what it was. What it is now. What it always be. I've never changed. This is always me. Um, um, Come on, Doug. You can do it. Uh, shaboopy. Shaboopy. Hey, hey, hey. Shaboopy. Shaboopy. Ooh. Um, Come on, Doug. Come on, Doug. I'm eating minutes here. Douglas. I'm eating minutes. i are in a pretty good spot. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Did I send you something? I don't think so. I sent you something. You did send me something. You sent me a great idea, which I won't mention yet. We could probably mention it. All oh, right, you can mention it. That's your baby, so if you want to. Okay, guys.
0: Um, whenever we get this thing going, um, for realsies, this is probably going to be... I don't even know what episode this is going to be.
1: Seven or eight, maybe?
0: Um, so maybe even by the time you've heard this, it'll come out. But uh, we're thinking about getting some sort of hotline set up. That way you guys could call in if you wanted to. I mean, you wouldn't really be talking to us, but you'd leave a message. We would answer that message over the air. Mm -hmm. um just could be a fun thing um just for something we're kicking around right now uh
1: kicking it around we're just we're kicking it around a couple of soccer players just kicking kicking
0: um but yeah just something to keep uh aware of um in the meantime while you're looking that up I watched Dave Chappelle's newest
1: how was that um Alright, so... You seem lukewarm on it.
0: I didn't laugh out loud. There were mm. a couple
1: things that I laughed out loud.
0: It's, I mean, it's an hour special. I laughed out loud probably three or four times, but it was funny. Right. Now.
1: Was it more of like a chuckle of appreciation yeah, kind of type thing?
0: Yeah, most of the thing was chuckle of appreciation. There were three times where I genuinely laughed out loud. Mm. But the thing is... I don't know if you've read the Vice article... I don't know, I haven't. So, Vice wrote an article, and the spark notes are basically, you're so talented, why you gotta make fun of the queer community? And his response is... Your, your voice
1: for the Vice community is remarkable.
0: His response to that article, he doesn't... I mean, obviously, chicken before the uh, cart here, but... Oh, yeah. um, a strong chicken. <laughs> but um, or rather we're putting the cart before the chicken no no it made sense Okay, and uh, he pre-addresses the situation by saying he's cool with the L's he's cool with the the G's mm-hmm. he's cool with the B's but the T's hate his guts mm. but he was like but you gotta admit it's kind of a funny situation, like like what if I am a black man, but I identify as a Chinese man, and then he has like a whole thing on that and he's mm-hmm. like it's it's a funny, like just take a step back, it's kind of a funny situation, like mm-hmm. you're a dude or you're a woman, but on in your head, like you are a man, you're the opposite gender, yeah, it's
1: like
0: it's kind of funny,
1: yeah, I think. We have to acknowledge the role comedians are supposed to play in society. Yeah. And to a certain extent they have to be exempt from the sure. norm yeah. of what is acceptable for everyone else and what isn't acceptable. Right. They need they're the commentators of society. They're the satirists. Yeah. They're here to point something serious and make us laugh about right. it. Right yeah i mean there's a court jester
0: there's definitely a couple of angles to look at it um so you can you can see the dave chappelle i mean even explains he said you know it's not that i have a problem Mm. it's just that i can't stop writing jokes about it and it just so happens that these jokes kill and if it's at the expense of some people that's it's weird on it's weird with comedy because like Words can hurt, certainly, Yeah. and nobody wants to be the butt of a joke. Mm-hmm. But
1: you, you have to—if he's going to attack, if he's going to be able to attack certain people, he has to be able to attack all people,
0: right? Oh, and that's the thing—it's—it's—he's not even attacking.
1: Well, that's just the word. Yeah, no, I understand
0: yeah. what you're saying, I, but but before people want to jump on this, I mean, he was a
1: tickle. Yeah, Certain group, yes. yeah nobody's
0: group. off limits, but yeah. I, yeah, but definitely everyone's
1: there. available for being tackled.
0: Sure. Yeah. And he actually says he has a, I don't, so there, uh, not spoilers. I want you to do this. You cannot search it, but after you watch the special, mm-hmm. you have to watch all the way through the credits An epilogue plays. So it doesn't show up on the timestamp. Where a, he shares his true feel. <laughs> it's a separate 20-minute video altogether. You cannot search it, and the only way to get to it is by watching the credits. Mm. So you know, like, after the credits are done, it says, you know, this one's going to pop up next. You have so many seconds to cancel that. Yeah. That's when it happens. Um, and he says that he's playing a room. So he works out in this room in San Francisco. Right. And he works his jokes out.
1: He's just pumping iron. He's just pumping
0: iron in this comedy club. And so he was doing like a four-night tour in this club in San Francisco. And he said this trans woman showed up for, or I'm sorry, it was six nights. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Four of the six shows, she showed up. And she was laughing so hard the entire time. And he was thinking, she's laughing, like, really hard. Like, she's having a really good time tonight. She's really feeling herself damn, I'm about to drop something on her later. Oh, boy. And he was like, but he was like, I actually thought about just stopping those jokes altogether because I, I didn't know how she was going to take it. She's already having a fun night. I you know I know she's one person against the other 99 people in the room, but mm. I want, I think I'm not trying to be mean with these jokes. It's just things that I think are funny, and I'm hoping that you think are funny yeah. too. So I said, well, if I can't tell these jokes in front of her... I can't tell these jokes in front of anybody. Right. So he did the jokes and she goes, he goes, you know, to my surprise, she laughed harder at the trans jokes Mm. than anybody else in the club. And he said, um, it wasn't by design, but he just so happened to be, you know, getting a drink, after the show, and she was also getting a drink, so he he had a drink with her, and she said, um, "He was like, I hope I didn't offend you or anything. They're just they're just jokes. Like yeah. I don't I don't have anything against you or your community or anything like that." And she was like, "No, they're it's it's so funny." and She said, "What what actually made me um, kind of chuckle was there was a thing that he some somebody else whether it was not Esquire." or but a very left magazine, right. New York Times. It was the New York Times. And they, they had an article about Dave Chappelle after his last special or maybe his first comeback special mm-hmm. that said uh, his jokes about Donald Trump normalized Donald Trump. Mm. And she said, I thought it was funny that, because they said people started taking him it's that weird so like normalization is kind of a weird thing where it's not like we're taking him less or more seriously it's just that he's become less transparent and he's more there right but she said it always it kind of made me laugh after I read that that your jokes about Trump normalize Trump but your jokes about trans people aren't normalizing trans people Mm. and I thought that was like a really interesting perspective that is really interesting so um Yeah, that think. There's certainly that angle, but then the you know the late great Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace. He has this quote that I I never really identify with my stand up, Mm -hmm. but because I'm trying to make everybody laugh, and I know you're not supposed to, whatever. I'm still young. I can think how I want to think. But his idea kind of was
1: not mm -hmm. as young as he thinks he is.
0: Patrice O'Neill's his thing was when you tell a joke to a room you don't necessarily want everybody to laugh. Mm-hmm. In an ideal scenario, half the room is crying laughing and the other half of the room is horrified at what you just said. Mm. And I think that a, I a lot of people take that in a way that says, oh, I'm just going to be offensive, as offensive as humanly possible.
1: You'll be very standoffish.
0: Yeah. When we're
1: going be... to see the show, I'm challenging them.
0: Yeah. And that's also not how you want to go. In, I don't know, not, not to argue the merits of, of comedy or what's funny or not funny, because it's such an abstract concept, but I, you're okay. right. With with, In order to be funny, you kind of have to be like, uh, what are they, uh, liaisons? Or what, what were the, um, the messengers that the warlords would send between camps? Uh, oh. Bear with me here because basically the idea is that you might not like what they're telling you. Just runners? Something to that effect. Yeah. But but under no circumstances can you harm them.
1: Yeah, They are beyond reproach. Don't shoot the messenger.
0: Right. You know? Um, obviously some things you shouldn't do. There's timing to things. Mm-hmm. But... I think in general they can't be held to normal societal standards. I think it was also, it was also Patrice O'Neill, who, he had a standoff with the incumbent mayor for New York City, maybe around 9-11, maybe a couple years after 9-11. Mm-hmm. But he, I don't even remember what it was about. He said something on Opie and Anthony.
1: It wasn't, um. Oh, it wasn't what's-his-face, was it? Giuliani.
0: No, 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 it was, it was a female. Okay. But he had an idea. He was like, listen, whether it's a good joke or a bad joke, whether it's, it's the softest dad joke you've ever heard in your life or it's some Jeffrey Ross shit. Yeah. Every joke you've ever heard has come from the same place. Not, not the same idea. It's come from the same part of your heart or your brain. It just was aimed to make people laugh. Right. Every funny thing ever said has just been—it's been said for the express purpose on hopefully making somebody laugh. Right. If you wanted to be a dick, you would just say something that a dick would say. Mm-hmm.
1: And there are people that do that. And there are people that do that. Yeah. I know a few of them. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna name them Look at right you. now. <laughs> Look at you, Rob Schneider. <laughs> what do you have against Rob? Schneider? <laughs> I got—I got grievances. <laughs> We're looking at you, Kevin James. Yeah, okay. I'll allow it. Um, David Spade gets a pass. Yeah, David. I
0: love David Spade. Uh, David Spade probably said one of the funniest things I've ever heard in person. And he was talking about spirit. Dandy
1: Dick. That's the other one I was thinking
0: he of. He just got beat up. Good. He got uh, lynched, I think is oh, the well word. Oh, well, that's less great. Yeah. He was attacked with a beer bottle in the streets after a show. Well. Allegedly... The show was not that bad. Hmm. It was not bad. He did like a half hour spot at a New York club. He didn't... Everybody seemed to be having a decent time. The the feature for him said that he wasn't really hitting on too many topics that people didn't like too much. Yeah. And then he was getting a cab after the show and somebody clocked him.
1: Well, he has a reputation for living up to his name.
0: Yeah. No, he definitely does. I'm not excusing him of anything. It's just this... This explicit time, yeah, he didn't seem to have earned it, but may- maybe I you don't know past transgressions caught up with him. What was I saying? Oh, David Spade, yes, had a joke when I saw him at the comedy store. He said um, something, and I, I don't want to completely retell his joke, but he, he was talking about Spirit Airlines, yeah, and how somebody should give them an award because they somehow managed to design a plane where every seat is the middle seat. <laughs> Uh, I respect I thought, that. I thought it was hysterical. I respect the heck out of that. Because fuck Spirit Airlines. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored by Spirit Airlines. I've never flown on... I've never been so close to death, and I drove through Oklahoma.
1: You did drive through Oklahoma. To be fair, I also drove through Oklahoma and found it unremarkable. No offense, Oklahoma. No, fuck I you, i would be beautiful to look at, but it was just I mean, I long, straight, flat roads.
0: I got caught mid-winter storm.
1: You did you did I
0: got, let me tell you something Oklahoma a lot of you people aren't familiar with how you drive in a rainstorm I it is
1: not to go 90 down the shoulder I got caught mid uh mostly sunny skies <laughs> you son, son of a bitch. you dirty rat you killed my brother you killed my brother <laughs> what movie what a movie not what movie <laughs> what movie <laughs> What movie am I talking about? Uh, um, did you ever think of what you wanted to talk about? Or are burning a nightlight here. I cannot for the life of me think of what it was. Mm-hmm. And I know as soon as you leave here tonight, it will hit me. Mm-hmm. So I will then write it down. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> I just want to talk about my dad. I you know. did. Um... I can't think of it. That's okay. I also want to eventually pull at that language string a little bit more, but I can't think of how I want to do it right now. So in the future, get ready for a podcast all about the English language.
0: Anglish. Anglish. That'll be exciting. Um, and then we're probably going to start filming these things pretty soon, too. So God, yeah, I hope so. You get to see our lovely faces. Yeah. The lighting's just weird right now, lovelies. It's... Uh, it is. It's us, not you. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit you.
1: It's a bit garish. Brad Garish Studio Space here. Raymond. Raymond. It's
0: Brad Garish.
1: Brad Garish. Use that sick. Oh, what a guy. Can we get him on the pod?
0: I'd love to. I'd love to get interviews on the pod. Oh yeah. That'd be great. It'd be a little bit weird to organize like at eleven thirty at night on a Tuesday interview with somebody.
1: Come come to this house at (laughs) eleven thirty at night. We get it, you gotta wake up at five and go to work in the morning, but... You square. It'll just be like an hour and a half, it's fine. It's it's fine. You'll get to bed before two. To bed. Come on. Come on. All right. Well, I think it's time we end this bitch. Oh, well. I thought it was a good one, and you just disparaged it. I just, I don't know.
0: I don't know how we managed to talk about absolutely nothing for an hour and eight minutes. I mean, have you met us? That's fair.
1: That's our entire existence. That's true. Well, Douglas... I guess the important question for me here is, did you at least have fun? I did have fun. Not only did I have fun, I had Coddy Womple.
0: Oh. (laughs) You, 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 you people, you people don't even understand Uh, how close.
1: He's in the hard P.
0: (laughs) You don't even know how close you were to changing the entire scheme of this podcast (laughs) to accommodate a single word being Coddy I
1: mean, it... It fits. It's apropos.
0: Yeah. Which is of everything. Basically to walk assuredly into the unknown.
1: Mm. If that isn't our lives, I don't know what it is. Last six years. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Six years. Oh, that hurts me.
0: I'm gonna keep repeating that.
1: (laughs) Stop. I'm already gonna cry into my pillow tonight. I don't need any more help. Six damn years. (sighs) Oof. Wow. this is what we have to show for it. Right where we started. (laughs) Right where we started.
0: Well, hey, at least we're making an honest effort now.
1: That's true. Some things take a while.
0: Some things take a long time. That's what I call Nothing,
1: my lovers. Nothing good was ever easy or something like that. Nothing easy was ever good. Or uh, rather... uh, He's not crying in baseball. Yeah. Ugh. I love Tom Hanks. You do. He's the best. He's the best. We do. We should get him on a pod.
0: We should get him on a pod. Tommy yeah we'll, we'll have our people call his people Tommy the gun thanks mm. you love to see it
1: that's why I call
0: him alright well I had fun too not that anybody asked you did have fun
1: I didn't ask I figured it was a given it was the implication yes mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> alright fellas and lady fellas who are you oh right for we have fun I've been Kevin
1: Here are you today i today. Tonight? I'm always. Ah. Uh, always. Always. Duck. That's good. I'm happy with that. I'm happy too. Alright, babies. I'm crying. We'll see you next time. Maybe in Technicolor. Who knows? Yeah, I hope so. Alright. Bye-bye. bye uh-huh. bye